destroy you. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Coffee and Combos, a fighting game podcast that catches you up with all the big news happening every week in the fighting game genre. I'm your host, Tyler, and with me, as always, is Carter. What up, what up, Tyros? You know what? Just, uh, what if past few days? Man, I gotta say, I'm glad they dragged these things out. <laughs> I'm glad that we have it late at night and these thing, these little round tables we have, Ty, go four to five hours. Why do they talk just so much in the first like 45 minutes about just like how they're doing? See, yeah, Ty, for 45 minutes, they talked about the pandemic and joking around mm-hmm. about how it's easy being a fighting game promoter in a pandemic and stuff and like joking around about how it's hard to go to the grocery store. You know, mm-hmm. the things no one's brought up before. Right. Yeah. Very unique. And then after 45 minutes of that, <laughs> a thing set up and came up and said it was one hour until announcements. Yeah. It was rough because I sat through the first bit Ty, I to was get to the reveals. watching the UFC fights on Saturday. And so mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I'm going to... I'm going to watch this, then I'll watch the round table. And so I'm at my parents' place, and I'm watching UFC, and then Danny is like, hey, want to watch it upstairs, and we can lay down and watch UFC. I'm like, sure, I'll do that. I get upstairs, I fall asleep immediately at the main event. I miss <laughs> an incredible knockout that like is oh. I'm going to see on repeat for, every, for the next 100 years. Uh, <laughs> and then I missed the whole round table. But honestly, missing the round table... Made missing the fight worth it, in my opinion. Because the round table was just... It was so long, and being able to just wake up the next morning and put it on YouTube, on the TV, and then just being able to fast-forward the 45 minutes in between every trailer. That's the way to go, man. But then I went back and listened to it because I wanted to see what dumb shit they were saying, so really I wasted my own time. Yeah, and then you went to go back to listen to it, but the first 20 minutes, the English audio was yeah, we kept way losing too quiet, so no one could hear it. They were losing audio in trailers and stuff. It was a bit of a, it was a, bit of a mess. It was a shit show. It was an absolute shit show, to be honest. They got their reveals out, I guess. Man, there's something about being, yeah, a Japanese fighting game developer where you just have to abuse your fan base. <laughs> Like everything about this just felt horribly mismanaged. Yeah, it wasn't well set up, that's for sure. See, you you should show a trailer and then talk about the trailer. Yes. Don't talk yeah. about showing the trailer. What you know what's funny? Because Nintendo Direct had their first full on or Nintendo Direct. Nintendo had their first full on Nintendo Direct that was like fifty minutes long for the first time in however long. And people shit on those for, like, the reveals being bad. But, like, they this no round idea. table. Exactly. The round table would be fine if it was just, like, hey, if you want to tune in and listen to these developers talk about, like, what it's like to work in the industry and make a game, a fighting game, then cool. We'll hold that part separately. And we'll do the, just hold that part separately. Like, there's, there's a reason there's a massive fall-off after the trailers are shown. No one really cares <laughs> about it outside yeah. of that. People want to make their own judgments out of it. And if they want to hear you talk about the trailer because it was good, then they'll stay around for it. Unfortunately, 
I think that a lot of these developers knew what they were bringing to the table was very lackluster. So they just mm-hmm. they just kept pulling on that string, you know? Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Carter, should we just jump into these reveals? Cause Let's get into it. Throughout them, the week, we got a lot. We got There's a ton of shit to get through. Mm-hmm. Is, but, like, you'd think it'd be so long because there's so much shit to get through, Ty, but that shit took up, like, five Fight years. <laughs> Where do we even start with this, Ty? <laughs> I think we start. What what would you call this? Our uh, old faithful. Old faithful. Thank you. Let's start with King of Fighters 15. SNK, of course, was a part of the roundtable, and they brought a new character trailer to hype everyone up. Yeah, we got our our first look at Chorizo. <laughs> Chizuru Kagura, or that Ty. I gotta say, you you friggin' you you were friggin' right. Team Sacred Treasure has arrived. Yeah. Iori, Kyo, Kyo, and mm-hmm. Chorizo. <laughs> Iori, Kyo, and Chorizo, yeah. Team Sacred Treasures. Uh, King of Fighters people will know what Sacred Treasures are. Do I know? Nope. I'm not even worried about it, Ty. But I gotta Neither say, do I. for trailers, you know, Ty, I always lay in on the effects, but this character, her special with those orbs... Those might mm-hmm. be the best effects in the game yet. They're pretty fucking cool. They, they don't look bad. They don't look bad. And her her strings, pretty nice. She's got that clone jutsu. Clone jutsu, yeah. I like um her design. She reminds me of Noob Saibot. Oh, okay. I can see it. Clone just, jutsu. Just the, just the clone jutsu part, Ty. <laughs> you know what I uh, noticed when I was watching the trailer? I was like, her design looks good. The sort of red accents on her, like, uh, flowy uh, sleeves are nice. Uh, But when she raises both of her arms up, the sleeves clip through each other. Yeah, that's (laughs) a huge peeve of me. Clipping clipping and fighting games, because it's like the models are the really the only thing you pay attention to, right? Like, Mm -hmm. obviously, like in terms of like visuals, but every fighting game has a disgusting amount of clipping. Yeah, like, uh, what the fuck? Except Guilty Gear Strive. <laughs> it can do no wrong. It can do no wrong right now, Ty. This, but this character, like, obviously not a for me character, but, like, I'd say it's one of the better trailers by Landslide. Yeah, it's good. It showed her off and did showed all her up. what it usually does. Outside of clipping, the character looks fine. The effects mm-hmm. look good so if we're doing that like gong show rating system here ty we got good effects we got a decent character and her strings look good that's like a solid seven, seven out, out of ten, ten. That's a <laughs> seven out of ten. <laughs> so like in, in my rankings this is this is right there kyo's trailer kyle whatever the fuck his name is ty kyo yeah uh it's funny i was looking like when is chizuru last featured uh, in a King of Fighters game, because I don't remember her at all. She's like OG, like King of Fighters 2003. <laughs> People seem very excited about this character, though. Yeah, this is like a this is a fan favorite, I suppose. Yeah, I think so. It's funny because like I don't I don't know a lot about her, so I'm like, oh, cool. This okay. <laughs> she's friggin' she's noob cybot man. She has mirror images. She creates shadows. She has telepathy, and she can teleport. Done. And she I mean, drives a motorcycle. So, <laughs> like, that's cool. 
That automatically makes you cool. But yeah, it's like her, her whole fighting style is like a Japanese dance type thing with these mirror images. It is kind of like that, yeah. It's, it's, it's cool. It's different. But yeah, you know, a little airy-fairy for my tastes. Mm-hmm. So if you guys are excited for uh, Chizuru Kagura, there she is. <laughs> now, Ty, I'm not much of a Smash Bros. player. Uh-huh. But I was thinking, if I was to get into Smash Bros, I would need at least two more anime sword fighters. <laughs> I was thinking there's one thing this game is missing, and it's a 15th and 16th anime fi- sword fighter. What if uh, I told you they were slots 79 and 80? Slots 70? Isn't that wild? It's just Mario and all these anime characters I've never heard of. Mm-hmm. So, for those of you who didn't catch the Nintendo Direct, something that I just mentioned at the beginning of the episode, they opened up, I'm pretty sure they opened up, with this Smash trailer, this fucking four-hour-long Rex from Xenoblade Chronicles 2 looking for Pyra. This God. was wild, Ty. So, like, are people, like, Xenoblade is a game I've heard of because it has, like, a fandom to it. Mm-hmm. When this happened, were people like, oh my god, Xenoblades, and then were they pissed when she said I'm in Smash, or were they excited? <laughs> so, it was a little bit of both. A little bit of both. Because the they, really, starts... they really take you for a ride on this one. They Exactly. The trailer starts with Rex, like, asking all, like, these NPCs and, and like, party members and stuff from Xenoblade Chronicles 2. And he's like, oh, have you seen Pyro? Like, where the no fuck's Pyro? He's like, oh, have you seen Pyro? Yeah, no, sorry, you're, you're pretty right. pretty much owning them. I've never seen... Where is she? I, I hope he's in the game, in Smash, because I want to hear that British accent more. Yeah, you got Shulk from Xenoblade Chronicles 1 in Smash, and he says, I'm really feeling it. I need more British anime sword fighters. <laughs> well... You would have been in luck if you got Rex, but you didn't. Instead, the character is Pyra. We got Pyra and Mithra. Yeah. They are like Zelda and Sheik, so they're interchangeable when playing. So do you know these characters, Ty? Not really. Sort of like from a distance, I know, because I have friends that played Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Yeah, because like, uh, I'm trying to yeah. understand what's going on here, because Pyra just seems like uh, like an, a futuristic anime overpowered sword fighter. But then she becomes the same thing, but different color. Yeah, Pyra is like... Because doesn't seem like any different. No. Although, Like, Sheik know, and like... Zelda are like night and day. Yeah, that's true. Zelda's like throwing out magic and, and, and then floating Sheik's around like... and stuff. And Sheik's teleporting and... Fish flopping on Fish you. flopping, yeah. <laughs> Like, these guys kind of fill the same same role, in my opinion. To me, I think Pyra might be something like her fire moves will be, like, the heavy hitters. And then Mithra will be, like, the quick slashing, sort of, like, um, just get you with some good damage before you switch back to Pyra to knock off the stage kind of thing. So this I mean, I could be wrong. Like, it's a, it's, it's a cool concept, I suppose, Ty, but... I'm I'm very iffy on the execution here because this character it, it it is something we've seen 15 times in this game now. Yeah, yeah. Like has have the last four characters been sword fighters? The one before this was, was Sephiroth. Sephiroth. Then before that, but, I think it was Byleth from King uh, from uh, Fire Emblem. Okay, yeah. So there's there's two. 
And then Joker. He has a sword, right? I'm, nah, he's got a gun. <laughs> ah, he has a gun. Damn. I can't, uh, you know, I don't think that's like the exact, I mean, it's close enough, but I don't think that's the exact, uh, you know, characters. Anime sword fighter before that tie, it was Steve from Minecraft. <laughs> yeah. We had Steve, then Min Min, then Blyath, then Terry. So it really, it hasn't been as bad as I was alluding to. That's true. Simon and Richter. Who Simon's a Belmont, yeah. So they have a whip, chain oh, whip. Right. Guys from Castlevania. We have Hero. He's an anime sword fighter. Joker has a gun. It's Yeah, honestly, in terms of downloadable characters who are anime sword fighters, not too shabby. Mm-hmm, yeah. Okay, I, I, thought, I thought it was primarily anime sword fighters. Yeah, well, people um, uh, just really glob onto that idea that there we are always four. have. Four is pretty fighters. big, I gotta say. Like, especially when you have such a big pool of characters to choose from. Yeah, in Sm- we've the, talked about this before. They can literally like, pick anyone. Exactly, <laughs> they can pick fucking anyone. Steve, Minecraft Steve. Like, what the fuck, Carter? They come with a stage. Fans of the game that they're from, Xenoblade Chronicles Two. I'm sure that they're like, oh. uh, this character and all the people NPCs show up in the background. That's cool. You wanted Rex in the game, Carter, the the British boy. He better be in the background at least, Ellen. He shows up in your final smash. Oh, good. Does he say anything? Probably like I'm. I timed it. I'm doing Kick my some final smash, butt. mate. <laughs> oh, mates. See, I don't. That's Australian. See, this yeah, is I a, know. Throwing back to last podcast. I don't <laughs> understand dialects. Ty. That's about it for, like, Smash Bros, really. Like, Pyra and Mithra, uh, I don't know how much that moves the needle for folks. I don't know. This game This game looks like a game that would have a weird fandom tie, so you can just tell by looking at it. Oh, definitely. I mean, Pyra and Mithra as characters are just, like, over-sexualized to the fucking point of ridiculousness. That is just weeb. Like, it's, it's honey to them. <laughs> it's honey. It's like moths to a flame. <laughs> uh, Cardi, let's get the fuck away from Smash Bros. We already talked about it. Yeah, we're done with Smash Bros. Ty, we're talking about a game that we both love, that we always play, Fighting EX Lair. Mm, yeah, a game that we are always constantly playing. I put 15 whole minutes into it on my Steam Ooh, page, Ty. So you, I, I guess you could say I'm very... I'm I'm the right person to be talking on it. Yes, we are the right people to be talking about fighting EX Layer and how it's getting another version called Fighting EX Layer Another Dash. I really want to put this out there. Uh-huh. Guys over at Fighting EX Layer, if you need someone to put together like some fonts for your trailer instead of this like really distorted looking flaming uh-huh. letter. That uh-huh. looks like some like independent early YouTube stuff, Ty. I could put up some good old fashioned Helvetica up there and it will look <laughs> really good. Gosh, yeah. Another dash. Fighting EX Layer, another dash. This version, Nintendo Switch only for right now. Weird. Is that where so this game strange. is finding its play? Is that where its market is? Maybe. Because it's definitely not finding it on Steam. No. I, it's it's really down there on the Steam charts, but maybe, yeah, maybe on the Wii since the fighting game selection is so, 
like there isn't really much of one it's dragon ball smash bros if you consider one and this i guess i mean a shitty version of mortal kombat yeah there's a lot i mean there's like under night is on there i think now oh maybe it is growing but like no one wants to play on the switch yeah it's just like a bad version specifically because the controllers that come with the switch are awful for fighting games the joy cons suck can you plug a stick into a switch you can there are yeah but it has to be like specific yeah switch adapter and all this stuff yeah 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 it's dumb okay carter do you remember in fighting ex layer there were like the things that were like gems in street fighter cross tech mm-hmm. i believe they're called gogi decks okay that's a good name for them uh apparently in this nintendo switch version they're gone Oof. i'm glad they finally came to their senses on that one ty because there is no one in the world who likes fighting games to have systems outside of the game itself yeah, one of them is so dumb. It's like get knocked down ten times and then you gain super armor or some shit. Yeah, like that type of stuff has no place in a competitive fighting game. That's it's just awful. It's completely arbitrary systems that add like layers that no one asked for. And you know what? People like that system. They like the Gogi decks because it sort of sets uh, it sets it EX apart, layer apart. But like. Yeah, on a competitive level, these decks like it. There's there's no place for it. There's no place for having outside of the game. You go and look at what this guy's deck is and build your deck off of it. Like that shouldn't <laughs> that shouldn't come into play. It's strange, yeah. Because I don't when like you're character picking, either. when you're character picking, you're just sitting there trying to counter pick even further. Then, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like that's already a problem fighting game with blind picks and everything. Should we? I'm just I'm jumping in because uh, another dash is ba- <laughs> is such an apt title for this fucking. I like upgrade. it. It's very it's very literal. Yes, because they showed off these new systems and mechanics coming to coming to EX layer another dash, and one of them is an EX dash. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I love EX dash systems, though. This is like... Like an FADC? Yeah, it's an FADC. Yeah, See, these type cool. of systems add like a an element in the game, another layer in the game, which is what games like this need. That's how you're going to yeah. set yourself apart, is having the wackiest shit... Well, not the wackiest, but like the most like intricate shit happening in your game. That draws people in. And EX Dash is just one of many new sort of, uh, they're calling them EX mechanics. Yeah, there's like a cancel. There's all sorts of shit. Yeah, EX Cancel looks like a safe jump out of the, uh, or no, not EX Cancel. EX Cancel is just, I don't know, self-explanatory. But EX Illusion looks like a a safe corner escape. They gave you two defensive mechanics. Well... Two defensive mechanics, or one defensive mechanic, one offensive mechanic, and one that kind of functions as both. You know, it adds a a whole new fighting layer tie. Whoa. An EX fighting layer. That's crazy. I like these changes. I'm all for these changes. Mm -hmm. But the trailer tie, the trailer itself. That was so dumb. It was weird. So lame. It was weird, but I'm glad that this game is like, it's 
still like trying things. I'm glad that like what this been game's been out for like two, three years, maybe more than that at this point, man. Like, yeah, I'm I'm down for them to sort of keep like I don't play it, but I'm I know. down for them to keep fucking supporting it. Sure. I, yeah, I have no really grounds to talk on this game because of how little I play it, but I'm I'm happy to see things like still happening with it. It's gonna be like it feels like it's gonna be like Skullgirls, you know, where you're like, holy shit, you're fighting layer, still doing things. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely, a hundred percent. You are very right with that. Oh, Carter, I missed a EX move. Uh, there's EX arrow. It just looks like it's a higher jump. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, I have one last bit of information here that I think is really, really strange. Okay. So, this version, which now it would, I don't know what you'd call this version. Other than like the Nintendo Switch version for now. But if this sort of becomes like the new and improved, like this is what they want Fighting EX Layer to be like, this one on the Switch does not come with rollback netcode like the other versions do. Uh, hmm? So, what? can this, what? I- they're releasing this Switch upgrade, but without the rollback. This is making my head hurt. <laughs> it's like. Why would they... So, they're making the worst version of the game better. And yes. not get... Well, it obviously is coming to the other systems eventually. Like it would You would sense. hope so. You would hope so. But, like, this seems... It must be to drive up sales on the Wii. Maybe this is, like, an exclusive thing. I don't know what the idea is here. Yeah. This Switch exclusivity thing is a little weird. Um, we'll get more info on April 1st, because they love doing that. How wacky. How wacky. Remember when they first announced it? Project Akira or Arika? Project Arika. And then everyone was like, this is an April Fool's joke. And that turned out to be real. <laughs> and then, yeah. And now here we are three years later. Yeah. So more info on my birthday. Now, Ty. Oh, yeah. April Fool's. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to April Fool's you so hard. Nice. So finally in this round, Ty, we're getting to the real meat and potatoes. Mm-hmm. Your future main, your favorite character being introduced Mm -hmm. here into Samurai Showdown, (laughs) a staple to the game, Uh, uh Cham Cham. Cham Cham, everyone. Aren't you excited? Now, we've known about Cham Cham for like six months now, so this is like, you know, we're spinning our our tires on Cham Cham Tie. (laughs) The real, the real juicy bit here, Ty, was at the end of the trailer. Yeah. They announced that they will be bringing a Guilty Gear character into Samurai Showdown. Woo! Now, Ty, we gotta think about who we could have here. Oh, I mean, the, the gears are already spinning inside the, gears, the old the, noggin. The gears are spinning. Like, the front runners, the obvious front runners here, I believe, are Baiken... Yeah. Nagori Yuki. Yeah. And Johnny. Yeah. I would throw Kai in there, maybe. Kai and Soul were also, I think, possible. Kai got a sword, you know? Yeah. But if I were a betting man, Mm -hmm. if I were over there at Samurai Showdown being like, I want a character from Guilty Gear in my game to get some cross promotion, I would be picking up Baikin. Oh, yes. 
Now, she's not in Strive. Not yet. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what I was wondering. Do you think they're going to show our first DLC characters and we're going to see Baiken going into Guilty Gear as well as Samurai Shodown? Ooh, that would be like a nice little... That's kind of weird, though. Do you think they would... Uh, well, I mean, I guess it makes sense. The SNK and, and Arxis would team up like to promote both their games at once. Yeah, I don't see Arxis taking anyone from Samurai Showdown, but... No, <laughs> no. But I do think Baikin has such a wide appeal and such a crazy fan base yep. that putting her in both games, or at least having it in the air that she's going into both games, is going to get a lot of buzz for... For everyone. It's just it's yeah. too big of a character. She's too big to fail. Yeah, I agree. I think you are dead on where she is sort of a no-brainer. But let's get Johnny in there. <laughs> yeah. I knew you just want Johnny. But, like, would you go play Johnny in Samurai Showdown? Uh... <sighs> yeah, I'd give it... I, I'd go give it a shot. Absolutely. Why not? Mm, to me... With Samurai Showdown's, like, play, Nagoriyuki is the one who makes most sense. Absolutely. Just, like, Slow big, as heavy. Fuck, big heavy damage. And he's brand new. So, like, and it's a big, he's a big name for Strive right now. He's the newcomer, I think, who gets the most talk. Maybe, maybe Giovanna. 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 Kind of, yeah. I kind of, I'm, I'm underselling Giovanna, I suppose. Her videos get crazy, crazy views. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I mean, I'm down for Baiken. That sounds like really smart. Yeah, on I think Baiken or Nagoriyuki are the real favorites on this one. Yeah, Nagoriyuki fits just a lot better. But let's get Johnny. <laughs> KO! Next up on the list, after we had Samurai Showdown be like cross cross guilty gear info coming soon, I guess. Everyone get get excited, and then fucking Arxis showed up. And they were like, "They this was the show closer." This oh, this is the closer. Yeah, the opener was Tekken, which we'll talk about after because oh, I think God, there's a we'll lot. There's a lot after. to dig in there. Tekken opened the show. Guilty Gear kind of closed the show. And what a closer it was! Yeah, so we got the big reveal tie, and I, I frankly, am unimpressed. <laughs> I knew it was gonna happen. <laughs> what I know, but like unimpressed. I, I knew it was gonna happen, Ty, and. Ty, it was either you're getting your character or I'm getting my character. And Ty, I would have rather both of us not get it. Because <laughs> seeing you happy makes me sad, Ty. <laughs> yes, they revealed uh, Ty's uh, character. They revealed Eno. Eno, baby. So we got our freaking guitar playing witch back. Why don't they... Take notes from Arxis for fucking trailers. Because this trailer Arxis ruled has a community manager who understands that you should nurture a community. <laughs> that seems yeah, to be I a foreign so. concept to literally every other Japanese fighting game developer. Yeah, they got some. They got some good marketing. Good marketing teams. So they hit us with a strong trailer here. They ruled. It was so sick. Yeah, the character looked great. Her artwork. At first, worried me a little because this was this was leaked the day before, right? And all it was was the artwork, and I was very tentative. I was like, 
she looks fine, but like the smile looked a little off and it just didn't yes. look like, you know, but once you saw her in game, it was a whole nother story. Dude, she, the redesign is so sick, man. The big hat and the her tiny jacket. Her guitar looks great. Her guitar looks fucking dope as always. And her theme, it's just like a shredding guitar solo. It's awesome. Oh, the theme's so sick, man. It starts off like, like kind of chill for a bit, and then it ramps up, and then the one moment where it's just like, yeah, it's oh, it's so dope. It's just like a really cool melodic like guitar solo. It rules. So there was we saw her moves, we saw her air dashing, we saw like it's very true to herself. Mm -hmm. But Ty, there was a moment in this trailer where a circle appears around Eno. And she does some sort of activation. And then Ty, she floats up into the air and two speakers come out from her yeah. like wings and then it stops. Ty, we've never seen that circle. We've never seen that activation. Are we seeing the first instant kill? That is her instant kill from Exactly. Exert. Are we seeing are we seeing that instant kills are finally confirmed? I don't think so. You don't think so? You think that's just a super? Yes, I think they just gave her that as a super. Ty, the activation is a big <laughs> orange circle that goes around her. Uh, I don't know, man. It I just played weird. Strive, and, and the it seems like circles sort of do that. No circles. one has the big Supers. orange circle, though, Ty. Hmm. So, I got fingers crossed on that one. Okay, I mean, instant I love insta-kills. Those are just fun. Yeah, I, I really think that's what this might be. I'd be so fucking down if they put insta kills back in. It would. It feels weird not having them. Yeah, because everyone when they first started playing Guilty Gear, they googled instant kills. No, I did a hundred percent. Yeah, because they're awesome. I wanted to see how many different variations of haiku that Slayer could do. Ty, Slayer, let's get him in the first round of DLC. Why don't we? Uh, hell yeah! Oh my god, man, I would love Slayer. You know what's funny? I was talking to a friend of mine who just uh, picked up the beta and was playing it for sort of his first foray into Guilty Gear. Uh, he ended up loving it, but he was saying like, oh Christ, did I just lose my train? <laughs> he was saying. I can't. Oh, we were talking about the DLC in Slayer. Oh, yeah. Sorry. He was saying, why would he not buy the first season pass? Because every character in the game. He really wants to try at least one time. Yeah. I, I, it's like every character at Guilty Gear is a different experience. I feel yeah. like there's like, buying characters in Guilty Gear, you'd never get cheated on. Like some characters in Tekken I get and I'm like, this character isn't finished. <laughs> no offense. Actually, they've kind of they've kind of rounded them out. But at first, Negan, that dude felt unfinished. Mm -hmm. Noctis feels unfinished. He doesn't have a lot of moves. He has like... 20 moves mm -hmm. when you buy a guilty gear character that guy is getting a whole new system there's going to be a lot of weird shit going on with them i i would say that back in rev 2 i'll talk about that later with strive coming up because i don't think that's the same with strive i don't know like characters are all kind of built around the same like framework where i feel like guilty gear goes outside the framework more than most games yes yeah for sure Stepping back here, talking about Eno real quick. She has her, uh, what's it, stro Stroke the Big Tree. That's there. She's got her projectiles. They look good. Although I don't know if you can control them this time. So she might just have different projectiles for, like, 
one that goes up and one that goes across the screen, one that goes down. We'll have to see. Ty, this makes her our 15th character. And that's a completed roster, I believe. It's uh, I posted this on Twitter, Carter. Yeah, the character select screen looks a little odd, doesn't it? There's eight on top, seven on the bottom, and there's an open spot right beside Eno. Are we getting a boss character here? Or are we they getting... love to do unlockable boss characters. They love an unlockable boss character. And I yeah. love an unlockable boss character. I just don't like their unlockable boss character. <laughs> yeah, you don't like Ramlethal. Dizzy. Oh, yeah, Dizzy. So, like, yeah. So, we, we very well could have Dizzy coming up here. Yeah, well, nah, fucking Dizzy. Who cares? Very, no one plays very Dizzy. Important, very important to the lore, though. <laughs> Yeah, that's how that's I feel I about a two-tie. <laughs> For those of you who are worried about Eno in Strive, don't worry. She's got like all her iconic shit, guitar yeah, smash, the big forward amazing. heavy slash. She looks great. I'm so excited. And yeah, definitely one of like the most true-to-form characters. Yeah, she still looks like she's fucking dashing through the air and controlling airspace. She's not stopping time and shit. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Carter, enough about Eno. Let's talk about Poland and its lovely prime minister. <laughs> Ty, this this was an hour and forty five minutes <sighs> into the stream. They do the first the first trailer. You see Kazuya and Jin fist mm-hmm. to fist throwing, and then the Tekken productions or whatever, mm-hmm. and then what the fuck, Ty? This trailer was so weird. It's like we see a couple of Polish landmarks. We see, uh, I think, not in game either. No, it's like it's like live action shots. Live action shots of Warsaw, <laughs> real world. Yeah, and it's a train, some fucking lion statues, and a building, mm-hmm. which I think is like Polish, like Parliament. Mm. And then it goes to a already used Tekken stage. It goes to Mishima, like the helipad, with a car on top of the helipad. <laughs> I suppose car on it. Outsteps. Nina wearing fucking Dragonov's clothes. <laughs> and a male voice says something about the Polish prime minister. Yeah, and then she's like, I gotta do this for my people. I went through a whirlwind of emotions here because even though the Polish landmarks were there, I heard prime minister and I went, is this the Canadian character? <laughs> and I was like, fuck. I was worried. The prime minister. And Ty, when she gets out of this car, you don't see this character. You see her ponytail, her back, and then her jaw. You get, like, her outfit, her jaw, and, the, yeah, the back. It's like you don't see her face. And, like, it is a nondescript. It looks exactly like Nina. Mm-hmm. The trench coat, is like, it looks exactly like Dragunov's. She... Is dressed for business though. She's got like a pencil she has skirt like a, on. And, yeah, and she has like a pin. Yeah, like a, like a UN type pin. Or was it a lapel? Is that what those are called? Yeah, on her lapel. On her lapel. Thank you. But this is where everyone kind of got thrown. We saw the the jaw. We saw the nose, the lips, and the chin. Hmm. But there was a scar over the eye. Oh. Now, Ty, there's a there's it's a little game. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called The Witcher, and it's a game which is developed in Poland, and the co-main character of The Witcher, Siri, has the exact same hair 
what? the exact same scar. No, 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 <laughs> no way. So, Ty, no. I don't like the idea that this might be some sort of Siri character. Why, dude? Why is she the prime minister? <laughs> but maybe just to modernize her. Where did this theory come about? Ty, this is a very prevalent theory. No way. Yeah, but it's the same ponytail. It's the same everything, Ty. The ponytail looks like a fucking hairstyle customization option. It in does the look like a hairstyle thing. customization. But yeah, I don't think it's Siri because I I see it, but I also think that would be a weird crossover. It, that's too strange. Yeah, but a lot of people are talking about this, so I thought it's worth bringing up. I just want to say, y'all are fucking dumb. There's no way in hell. No way in hell. It's, a, it's, a, it's what a lot of people are thinking. If it happens, I'll eat my socks. Oh, God, I hope it happens. But not because I want Siri, but because I want you to eat your socks. <laughs> of course, I know you do. You hate to see me happy. In the end of this tie, <laughs> what I walked away with, and what I think most people walked away with, was what a fucking mess this is. The big time, man. They talked for so long about nothing, talked about what they were going to show, showed the trailer, and then you have Michael Murray goes, what do you guys think? And then the chat just fill with what the fuck was that? Mm-hmm. And then it, when the trailer ends, Harada goes, we're going to have an actually like cool trailer after. And not only did he tease before the trailer that he was at the Sega Studios. Yeah, that was a... Which don't was... do that. You know, gets people talking about Virtua Fighter characters, gets people talking about Yakuza characters. Fuck, people mm-hmm. are talking about Valkyria Chronicle characters, Ty. Damn, those people are... Did me. <laughs> they were reaching. But Harada, why would... This seems so tone deaf. Yeah, that's strange, man. Just say, like, don't even do this trailer, to be honest. Just say an, an announcement of announcement. We're used to that, okay? Just say a trailer is coming. You couldn't have, like, this got an incredibly negative reaction. Yeah. Like, people from Poland, I'm sure, happy. But, like, everyone else, extremely disappointing. Oh, yeah. I mean, if they showed a Canadian character and they said (laughs) they're from Canada, I'd be like, oh, cool, cool. Yeah, that would be the one saving grace of this for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, Ty, I've been very concerned with what fighting style we're getting out of this character. Is this just going to be kicks? Ty, Poland's main, like, their traditional fighting style is like a sword fighting, saber fighting thing. You know what's funny? Is I could see that. So, yeah, I think we might be getting a fencing type character here. Raphael. Yeah, I'm thinking we're going to get like a, either like a, baton type setup or some sort of saber hmm and okay. I, one thing i am not a huge fan of are weapon based characters in tekken no no yoshimitsu, one likes that yoshimitsu that's fine he's just he is what he is he's an alien but beyond that i've i've never liked the idea of bringing a weapon into this like martial arts competition yeah no one likes noctis no one likes noctis and not being able to parry weapons and things is a really weird element to the game. Yeah, that sucks. So, yeah. No, I don't know. Ty, this character, my biggest fear is that she's going to be the jujitsu representative for this game. 
<laughs> because that is the one major martial art that really is representative or represented outside of like a few Dragonov moves. Mm-hmm. Some Marduk moves, maybe? Some, yeah. Marduk moves are like, it's more like an MMA based, like, uh, Valley Tudo grappling style. Mm-hmm. I just feel like this is going to be the one character who's doing flying arm bars and flying triangles and <laughs> heel hooks and shit. And I'm going to be like, oh, it's the it's the low effort, like, Nina clone. Mm, to me, I think the fencing uh, makes a lot more sense now. Like, she's got a, a fucking pencil skirt on. That's not that's not prime for jujitsu, I suppose. Yeah, I feel like 100% we're going to get her fencing. That makes a lot of sense to me. They have this thing that they do it's like called like pakati or something we did this outlier by the martial arts gym i went to uh, like five years ago or so they had like like the sword fighting bullshit where you could like play around it was like fancy mm. mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. like it was called pakati and it was like a polish like game where you play like king of the hill with sticks <laughs> oh, shit. and it was like to practice their saber fighting and so you'd stand in the middle of a room and you'd stand there and you fucking sword fight everyone around you and if you get hit that person goes in the middle no that's cool it's a pretty fun game but yeah so that's the only reason i know about this stuff maybe she'll just have like a practice stick <laughs> a practice stick a practice saber that's why i thought the baton might make sense yeah that's cool and maybe yeah i, I, I could see it i could see it so yeah i think there's like there are things to get excited about with this character but the way they presented everything, first with the Sega fake out, and then with all of this like half trailer, and we have a better trailer business, I really think they shot themselves in the foot. Yeah, agreed. You got this like is, big uh, YouTubers all shitting on this. You got like yeah, yeah. The trailer was bad. That's a shame because it's probably killing the hype and hurting the character more than it is helping. It is funny, though, to go to the YouTube reveal, like the, the reveal trailer, and just all the comments are Polish. <laughs> yeah, that is pretty <laughs> That's pretty great. But something also I found weird about this tie. Next weekend, the Polish light heavyweight champion of the world is fighting for his second title. And I bet you could have done something with that. That could have been cool, yeah. Because that guy's like a hero in Poland right now. <laughs> Because they're like a they 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 love MMA over there. So like I would have loved some Jan Blahovich representation. You know that requires foresight, and that's tough. <laughs> yeah, that's I just tough, feel man. like there's a lot of there's a lot to be desired, and like a lot that could have been done here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Imagine if you had this Polish character walk into like an MMA ring, that would have been cool, Ty. It would have been cool, but we'll have to see and wait and see what this Polish prime minister can do. Strange concept. Uh, give us the Canadian prime minister now, Justin Trudeau. Yeah, but Justin. His fighting style can just be snowboarding. The Guilty Gear Strive beta has come to an end, and I am sad. Ty, I, I almost bought this game on PlayStation 4 while I was up at my... Uh, my mom's place visiting for the weekend mm-hmm. just so i could play the beta for a day but then i was like am i really gonna spend 70 dollars to never play this on this system you know what's funny you could have played the beta for a day without spending any money they didn't let me know about that and where i was sitting is six megabytes per second so oh, that's true yeah i need no. a little more time to you really... could have really tested that rollback i could have i could let you know how rollback works <laughs> 
Okay, guys, for this round, since the Strive beta is over, everyone and their mums is doing this, especially on YouTube. They're telling you all, is the Strive beta good? I'm not here to fucking tell you that. I'm here to just give you my final thoughts. Yep, it's it's good, bye. It's good. Yeah, it's uh, tight. Everyone, I think, is very positive on this beta, which almost never happens. That's true, yeah. The only thing I see people really hating on are these shitty lobbies. God, the lobbies are bad. And that's just a case of they had they had something. They they had lightning in a bottle with our old system. Mm-hmm. It was perfect. And it looked, it was fun, it was visually appealing, and it made sense. This stand in there with a sword, like in like fighting stance, is it isn't immediately recognizable what the fuck's happening. Yeah, it's not great. It it's really very, isn't. Ah, Ty, it's it's the biggest hindrance to this game, I think. Yes. Um, everyone, if you're listening to this and you played the beta, the survey for feedback is out now. You can go find it. Go to their Twitter, uh, Guilty Gears Twitter, or even like, I'm sure there's some people that are in the community that are like retweeting it around. But just when you at- answer it and they go, "Where did you hear about it?" Say from us. And then, Ty, they'll give us future betas. We can be in the early ones with Maximilian. Yeah, we're, oh shit, we're influent, we could be influencing. We could be under the influence, Ty. (laughs) We could be under the influence while playing Strive. At the end of this fucking survey, it says like, hey, you got any comments or concerns? Just say you want better lobbies and you explain why, for the love of God. (laughs) Don't just say, I want better lobbies. Explain why, and say you want crossplay between all platforms. Yeah, so crossplay is still off the table, huh? It's off the table for now, yeah. That's and rough. better lobbies, honestly, are off the table. There's no way we're getting that at launch. You guys just have to wait. The future of lobbies will be like six months down the line after launch. But yeah, I think the lobbies are one of those things you just got to make noise about because it's like it could be something that could just be like put under the rug because it's like. It's the lobby because it's, it's, the, everything else about yeah, the game is great. Everything else is good, and the lobbies all it does is facilitate getting into a game. But it seems to make getting into a game so hard that it makes it less enjoyable. Yeah. So Carter, before you were saying that Guilty Gear is sort of outside the box when you're thinking yes. of like sort of Revelator Two, yeah, and character uniqueness and stuff like that, right? Yes, are you are you telling me, Ty, that we're starting to use some homogenization across characters? Guilty Gear Strive is inside the box, but that's not a bad thing. Ty, that's to me that sound that's worrisome. It's worrisome if you played Revelator Two and you really enjoy Guilty Gear and its past entries. This is a step in a more streamlined direction. So you're gonna get. Way less crazy shenanigans than previous titles could offer. Like, you're not going to get some guy flying through the fucking screen and you're not going to end the match like, okay, how did he do that? What the fuck just happened? It does make you wonder, like, there are certain characters who aren't in the game yet. Mm-hmm. And what, like they are stripping a lot of systems for people. Makes you wonder, like, what would happen to, like, a Venom or something. The the people I think of when you mention that is answer, venom, sort of people that have like big set 
up plays. Yeah, and I it, and it sounds like Zotto they're moving away great. from that. Zato does, yeah. Zato doesn't have the same like setup potential though. He's yeah. He's got amazing uh, block string pressure. Like yeah, dude, he seems like very much wild. a pressure character. Yeah, you're sort of thinking like, okay, how is there less crazy shenanigans? Like, how did you come to that conclusion? This game is just like Tekken or Street Fighter Four. It's a frame data game. So like. If you guys don't like that, like uh, this, when they do this move, I beat them out with this move because it has better frames or whatever. That's what Strive is. There is no... It's back to basics, huh? It is. It's lost a bit of its guilty gearness. The guilty gearness of it all was definitely a limiting factor for a lot of people, so I understand for me, it. For sure. Yeah, like it's, it, it made the game incredibly frustrating and difficult, but... You got to feel for the people with like the yeah the legacy yeah. kind of play because stripping out those systems like making them or making them very streamlined it it really does hinder like your your characters your your mark on your character you know because like you yeah. could play eight different venoms and they all play different yeah so in Strive every character has a game plan that puts them sort of like in this box like this is how zato players play it leaves like less room for personalization or expression in play from player to player i think uh and that's where the guilty gearness sort of dissolves in strive yeah it's a it's kind of like a give and take you know yeah i I understand why they did it but and i was never good at it so it's probably (laughs) to my benefit but i am gonna miss the like extent of the insanity that you could get to yeah like a character like answer that i mentioned before when i watch him in revelator 2 i am honestly so confused like he's doing things and and succeeding it's it's a it's a mess playing that dude because you're like getting stuck on shit all over the screen too yeah you're placing your little like dashy and then you'll be doing something and then you'll be stuck to one of those dashy things yeah i was in the middle of something that character is fucking insane listen I would love to see him, Ty. I would love to see him in here. Oh, I'd also love to see him, too, because the movement of answer is something insane that with Revelator 2, the camera is, like, super zoomed out, right? So answer has a lot of, I guess every character, has a lot of space to use yeah, when you're fighting. room to play. Strive is uh, personal. It's, like, close. Yeah, I feel like with, like, characters like answer and Venom, like... And it's just going to put a single card out. He's not yeah. going to put out three cards. No. Venom's going to put out one or two pool balls. You're not going to have fucking four on the screen. Uh, yeah, you're not going to be able to like set them. Seto, seto, seto. Yeah, there's not going to be a screen full of pool balls anymore. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I, th- I, I mean, maybe they could, but... I, there's just not room for it, really. Like, yes. It's, yeah. you, you have... Like, the characters take up a large portion of the screen and then the rest of the screen is taken up by the word counter so (laughs) that's the good thing is honestly yes you're allowed to make fun of the giant combo counter you're allowed to make fun of when counter splashes across the screen it's you you get used to it i (laughs) I barely noticed it when i was just in the in the match and just like loving it when you're playing it it's it 
falls by the wayside. But when you're watching it, it it's oh, Ty, it's all I can see. Mm-hmm. I know. As as a spectator, it's pretty obnoxious. <laughs> yeah. So Ty, closing this out, who did you end up playing? Who are you going to be playing into the future? Should I be pre-ordering this game right now? Okay. So, I played Nagori Yuki for quite a while. That's a weird pick for you. It is. He's got no dashes. He's not my play. He's super slow. He's sort of one of like the catch him with a hit and you do a bunch of damage. He's not even remotely dressed up like a cat. And he's not a lady and he doesn't have a whip. (laughs) Doesn't have a whip, doesn't have cat ears. There's something awry here. Something is fishy. So then I went, you know what? This doesn't feel right. And on the last day of the beta, I switched to Giovanna. And uh, that was where your heart was. The whole time it was there, and I'm such a fool. I'm such a fucking fool, let me tell you. Because I did some really fun Roman cancel combos with her, and, and it just felt right. Maybe you just needed that time apart, you know? Yeah, that's true. You needed to go bed Nagori Yuki to realize what you lost. And Nagori Yuki, awesome character, man. He's a lot of fun. Yeah, I well, one of our buddies is really drawn to him. Mm-hmm. Who's going to be picking up this game? I I really like that this game is in like it's already brought in two of our friends who don't really play fighting games. Yeah, and like one of my friends that I was playing with in the beta plays fighting games for uh, get get this the arcade mode. He likes to play. He doesn't play online. <laughs> That's honestly disgusting. Isn't that so strange? It's so weird. I am Ty. I honestly hate it, but I respect it in a way. But you know what? He was in these god awful lobbies, and he was fucking dudes up. And he said, "I'm buying this game." It was wild. So Ty, you're gonna? You're, are you gonna go out there? Are you gonna tell everyone from the top of the mountains to go pre-order Guilty Gear Strive? Listen, if you guys want probably the most active game in the future, this will be it. People will be playing this because it is easy to understand like Tekken and like Street Fighter. This will be the new fucking hype shit, I'm pretty sure. And it's the first real next-gen fighter. Yes. I mean, visuals alone, like, I'm going to buy this thing because holy fuck, man. Like, this game is... I can't stop admiring it. It's amazing. Okay, Ty. And and so uh, is that a yes? That's a a pre-order? I would say buy it because it is so fun. Mm, I say I'm, buy it. <laughs> I'm going to open up Steam right now. If you were to open up Steam right now and you didn't play Guilty Gear a lot in the past, you will love Strive because it is easier to understand. It's a lot. It's it's just fun. It's incredibly fun and so solid. Playing like online even feels great. remotely interested in a single character in this game. I think it's worth it. I yes, I am with you 100% there. I think you, will, you can I think you will have fun. Yeah, you will have fun, but you will lose some of the guilty gear ness uh, as we call it. <laughs> the guilty gear spice. There's there's some new spice though. Yeah, Try there's this, some new spice. And it's sitting at $79 Canadian right now. It fucking hurts to see that. That is that is rough, but Ty I could go for the digital deluxe edition for $106 and get myself that first season of DLC. Yeah, five I did players. that. I'm obviously going to do it, Ty. We got five total. Let me tell you who they are. Bye. Sure. Uh-huh. Johnny. Uh-huh. 
fucking bed man. <laughs> bed man for some reason. He's going to be in there, Ty. Uh-huh. Venom. Freaking Slayer. Cham Cham. Cham Cham. Nice. Negan. That's going to be the crossover. Samurai Showdown. They're going to pass Baikin over to Samurai Showdown. And Samurai Showdown's going to lend oh, the friggin' Cham groundbreaking Cham. character, Cham Cham. <laughs> and Ty will finally have a cat girl to select in this game. You know what, Carter? Uh, to close out this show, because I don't think we have enough time to get to questions. To close out this show, I'll say, or I'll, I'll, I'll sort of pose this question to you. Would you like guest characters in Guilty Gear Strive? Ty, I would fucking hate it. I also would not want it at all. <laughs> if I see Kiryu pop up in this fucking game, Ty... If I see Bruce Serving pop up in Guilty Gear Strive, <laughs> I'm going to take this pre-order, uh-huh. and I'm going to shove it down your goddamn throat, Ty, because okay. I bought that first season pass. <laughs> well, I'm glad you bought it. And everyone, if you are even remotely interested, uh, I would say it's worth it. It's incredibly fun, and it's great to pick up for newcomers, especially if you're sort of feeling that and Guilty Gear if Guilty Gear sort of tickles your taint a bit, <laughs> you jump right in. And Ty, obviously what I'm saying doesn't extend to Cham Cham. Yeah, Cham Cham is... That's a different story. She's untouchable. <laughs> She's too good. League of her own. Alrighty, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to Coffee and Combos. We will be back next week for more fighting game news. The intro music, of course, is done by Incomparable at AM Aeroplane on Twitter. You can find us on Twitter at Coffee and Combos. You can follow me at CC. Carter's in the Discord. Me. Yeah, meet me on Discord. <laughs> we have a Marvel tournament coming up. Yes, that is this Saturday. This Saturday, Marvel versus Ultimate Marvel versus Capcom three via Parsec. Uh, you can sign up in the Discord. Everything will be run through the Discord. Uh, you can visit our website, coffeeandcombos.com, if that still exists. It doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> If you have any feedback for the show, hit up uh, us on Twitter. You know where to find us. Visit our Discord below. You win. Perfect.